This is episode 19 of my special series, The Entrepreneur Alphabet. I created this series so you can understand what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur and therefore, make sure you stop being the bottleneck in your business. I share practical E to Z insights across 26 short episodes. Yes, 26 like the number of letters in the alphabet. Today, we cover the letter S for strategy. Every good strategy comes with tactics, so here's your first concrete action. Subscribe to my podcast so you never miss any new episode of this special series, The Entrepreneur Alphabet, as well as interviews cracking the entrepreneurship code. Would you drive your car blindfolded? You will certainly answer no because the risk to crash, hurt yourself and others is too high. So would you drive your business blindfolded? Of course not. For exactly the same reason. The risk to crash, hurt yourself and others is too high. Yet, many business owners underestimate the need for a strategy and put their businesses at risk. Your business needs a strategy, one that not only focuses on the long term, but that is also flexible enough to adapt to the constantly changing business environment. An efficient business strategy should include the following five elements. 1. Purpose 2. Values 3. Objectives 4. Execution and 5. Evaluation It's important that they follow that specific orders because they are built on each other. Let me go through each of these elements one after the other. Purpose. I've already talked a lot about it in episode number 9, I for impact. In summary, entrepreneurs who make a real impact knows the answer to the question, why am I doing whatever it is I am doing? They have found a sense of purpose, which is not money. It often revolves around helping others. They know why they wake up every morning. It feels right to them. Then, they align their business with a sense of purpose. Every company was created for a fundamental purpose. It is the business DNA. It will never change regardless of the company's evolution. It is what has and will drive the business growth. However, with time, your company may have diverted from its initial purpose simply because the strategy is not built on it anymore. Do the test yourself. Answer the question, why was the business created? Or how did you come up with your business ID? And compare it to where the business is today. The wider the gap, the more disconnected from your core business. The problem is too often we forget what our real purpose is or why. And instead we start formulating objectives like where am I going and somehow try to make them happen. You can't define goals just like that. You have to be clear on why you set them first. There is always a reason behind your every move. The more explicit your why, the easier the what of your goals is achieved. That question why becomes a foundation to build upon everything else. From the whys, you can figure out the whats, the whens, the wheres, the whos, and the hows. 
Element number two, values. What does your brand stand for? Your brand is the vehicle that carries your purpose. How many times have you and your team tried to defend your brand without being completely satisfied about the results? Usually that is because you do not follow the right process. What does my brand stand for should not be the first question to address. As I was telling you, you should first be looking at your why, the purpose. Once you are happy with it, then you can explore your brand values. Here's the best definition of a brand I know. A brand is a promise of an experience. There you have it. If you'd like to define your values, then define the promise of the experience you will leave on your customers. So here's an exercise to help you define your brand values. Imagine you are listening to your clients chatting about your organization. What would you like them to say about it? What specific words would you like them to use? What emotions would you hope they convey to each other? Element number three, objectives. Where would I like to go? When would I like to reach my destination? As you can see, objectives come in third position and not in the first place as we usually do. It's important to note that at that stage, we are only trying to determine a direction and a deadline. We're not thinking in terms of how to get there yet. As a rule of thumb, consider that any objective that is not aligned with your purpose and values is not relevant. Great objectives follow the FAST, F-A-S-T, model. Objectives are frequently discussed. Goals should be embedded in ongoing discussions to review progress, allocate resources, prioritize initiatives, and provide feedback. Goals should be ambitious. Objectives should be difficult, but not impossible to achieve. They should be specific. Goals are translated into concrete metrics and milestones that force clarity on how to achieve each goal and measure progress. And finally, objectives should be transparent. Goals and current performance should be made public for all employees to see. Element number four, execution. How will we get there? Now that you have defined your business purpose and how your brand values convey it, you have determined objectives, each with a clear deadline. It's finally time to work on your tactics, transposing all those components into what I call actionable actions. Actions are the physical activities that will be used to achieve the objectives. Some will be objective specific, others may cover part or all of the objectives. I call them actionable actions because our actions are never actionable enough. Split each action into smaller steps and be as concrete as possible. There should not be any room for confusion. For instance, if your objective is to acquire two new clients by end of month one, action number one could be to make a list of prospects. From there, What's the first step that will put things into motion? 
Perhaps it is to take the phone and call the sales manager for a kickoff meeting, or it's to reassign prospects into your CRM based on your ideal client profile. Once step one is done, focus on step two, then step three, etc. until action number one is completed. Dividing your actions into smaller steps, each with a clear deadline, will help you get things done. Element number five, evaluation. How do we know we have reached our destination with the desired outcomes? You must set up indicators to track your progress. Do you know whether you actually are on the right road if you don't have a GPS? Yes, it's possible because you can look at the signs along the road. So how do you know if your plan is actually working? Well, use your own GPS system and set up your own signs along your road. These signs are usually quantitative indicators, number, data, metrics, etc. They are easier to track than qualitative measures. However, it doesn't mean that you don't need qualitative measures. We call those signs key performance indicators or KPIs. In theory, there are no limits to the number of KPIs you can use. In practice, having KPIs for the sake of having KPIs is inefficient though. Don't create KPIs that don't serve your purpose. Measuring success. KPIs are tools to increase the efficiency of your business, not to control what people do. That is why you must remain flexible while setting up indicators. Some may prove not to be as relevant as initially thought and will need to be changed along the way. Also, some objectives may be achieved earlier or later than planned. So continuously monitoring progress will enable to update the objectives or the actions that lead to the achieving of the objectives. KPIs provide insightful feedback about how well and how efficient your strategy was executed. Strategic management is not fixed but continuous. Any strategy is flexible. Execute and reflect. Reflecting is learning. Learning is improving. Improving is growing. So lastly, let me tell you about the importance of aligning your staff behind your strategy. Talk to most entrepreneurs out there and they will tell you that people are the best assets they have. Go and listen to episode 16, P for People, to better grasp that idea. So the question is, why would you hire people if you would not trust them? And then, how can they see that you trust them if you don't share the company's strategy with them and empower them with executing it? Put yourself in their shoes. How would you feel if your top management team wasn't sharing the company's why, the who we are, the where we're going and how we're going there? Try to drive a rally car at full speed without a co-pilot. Not driving your business blindfolded implies that your people see the road too. Make sure that you involve your people as soon as you start designing the business strategy. You want them to fully understand and be aligned with it so they take ownership of it and they all work towards the same direction. After all, one plus one equals three. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed it, I'd love to hear what your key takeouts were. 
Email me your comments or questions to contact at laurentnotin.com. I repeat, contact at laurentnotin.com and I will make sure to reply to them all. In the meantime, remember, stop being the bottleneck in your business. See you next time. Bye for now.